Hello, I'm Serena Dot Ryan, and welcome to the See Digital Clearly Show. This show is dedicated to inspiring action. Each episode, there is an interview with a thought leader doing great things with digital. They will share their insights and experience to get you inspired and focused to create the life you want thanks to digital. Clinton Cowan from Tradypad is an unconventional entrepreneur who has so much passion. It's quite frankly contagious. This guy started as a plumber and discovered when the iPad was born a way to be able to help those in the trades become paperless. Tradies hate paper. In fact, quite a few business owners do. And he's on a mission to help more navigate this world to be able to make their lives easier. After all, the digital tools we have available to us are meant to make our life easier. Clinton has a fascinating story and I look forward to helping you see what he's been able to achieve and inspire you to make the best of what you have. Enjoy. Clinton, how are you? I'm very well. Thank you, Serena. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us. Absolute pleasure. Now, I love your story and I'd love the opportunity to be able to share it with our audience. You have an unconventional background. What question I want to ask you is, what did you actually want to be when you grew up? Uh, That's a a good question because I've done lots of things in my career. Uh, that have all, I guess, guided me to a certain extent to where I am now. But when I was, when I was at school or when I was uh, finishing up high school and that inevitable question came around of, you know, what are you going to be? What are you going to study for? Um, it was, uh, in, in those days, it was all, for me, it was all about hospitality. So I, I studied. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I studied hospitality whilst I was at school. It was... Um, I think it was the first year that they offered industry studies um, in high school and I did hospitality thinking that it was going to be uh, a starting point for hotel management, which is what I wanted to get into. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and the teachers said, oh, yeah, it'll be, you know, that'll be a great starting point for hotel management. And when it came down to it, the course was actually a, the equivalent of a first-year apprenticeship as a chef. So it was... Wow. It was a little bit different. Oh my goodness! But, uh, yeah, it was a bit different to what I was expecting, but it was still, it was still good experience. So I still did, uh, I still did some uh, what do they call it practical experience, some work experience at a couple of uh, pretty cool locations. I spent some time at the Regent Hotel in the city. The oh, other- I love that hotel! Oh my yeah, goodness! That was the five star hotel. It was the hotel of the Olympics. Um, so I did that when mm. I was in year twelve. Yeah, uh, and a few years later, I ended up working there in uh, in the concierge department. Oh no way! I, yeah. I can't believe you just said that. Did you know I used to work in the concierge department as well of a few five star hotels? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I used to run down from the old Sydney Park Royal to the Regent to get the laundry done. Oh wow! Yeah, I was at the old Sydney Park Royal in the Rocks for a number of years. Yeah, just down the road. Yeah. Yes, down the road, and then I moved to the Observatory Hotel, which is now the Langham. Wow. And yeah, so wow. (laughs) (laughs) 
So then from there, I, whilst I was doing uh, hospitality stuff, that was the, the hotel work that I was doing was in between uh, winter snow seasons, which oh, is another little wow. crossover that we have there. We do indeed. My goodness. Snow resorts. Yes. Yeah. So I did, um, I was working in uh, a resort or working in a lodge uh, down at Perisher, uh, working as a bar manager for uh, for one of the cool lodges. So living on the mountain and skiing all day and, and then coming back and working in in uh, hotels during the summertime. So, uh, yes. so yeah, it was it was a, quite a bit of hospitality exposure uh, oh, that I had. Then I, I went over to Canada and did a season over there uh, as a ski instructor, and then came back and thought, oh, I better get a real job. Now I have to ask a question. It might sound a little left field, but do you have you seen the movie The Concierge starring Michael J. Fox? No, I haven't. Okay. Right, you do know Michael J. Fox, yes? I do, yes. Okay, Very well. that's good. I had a moment on a previous podcast where I was interviewing the lovely Andrew and Pete and they didn't actually know who Michael J. Fox was. And I really felt my age because I realised <laughs> I was a tad older than them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was going to say they must, have, yeah. uh, they must have grown up with family ties. No, no. I suddenly it dawned on me. I was speaking to very uh, well established uh, marketers uh, in their twenties, yeah. which full credit and props to them. But they haven't grown up with Michael J. Fox. Mm. Uh, so uh, the reason I bring that up is I saw uh, Michael J. Fox in that movie, and he said a line in there of why does he do what he does, and he said he wanted to give people what they wanted before they knew they wanted it and <laughs> it, it got me hooked that it's actually got profound. me ended up working in concierge departments in hotels because I wanted to be Michael J Fox yeah 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 that's cool it is very much like that it's it's a, a very rewarding uh, rewarding role working in that department yeah yeah absolutely so when did you first notice the value of digital like it's quite left field to go from working in those roles to where you are now yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And there was a couple of steps in between there. I, I um, I did my hospitality time, and then I got into working in retail sales, uh, in a photographic store. Uh, so I did um, I did a bit of time there, which got me into photography, uh, where I was kind of blending the love of the snow and sports with photography. Oh, yeah. did, a of, did a bit of um, extreme sports photography, that kind of stuff, uh, which gave me a bit of digital skill. That's where I first uh, first got into uh, into digital or into computers. I suppose I didn't study computer studies at school. I was always the more into the trades, doing doing uh, woodwork and metalwork. So I didn't study computer studies, but um, the photography got me into uh, starting to look at Photoshop and digital manipulation with with photos and putting images together. So that's where the fantastic yeah yeah that's where the computer skills came in. And then, uh, and then in, in my infinite wisdom, I decided to do a trade, which got me into plumbing. So I, um, I, I left, uh, left the hospitality and left the photography and became a plumber uh, and did a, a number of years, uh, did my apprenticeship uh, as a plumber, did my license course, did a, uh, started the hydraulic engineering diploma, uh, and then, um, and then TradyPad came along. So TradyPad was kind of a, an amalgamation of all of these things that I've done over the years, um, combining the people skills of hospitality and uh, the uh, education side of ski instructing, 
the technical or the te- technology and digital side of photography um, and of course the trade knowing a trade business and working and helping running a trade business gave me the skills that I needed to uh, to understand how to bring technology which was completely foreign to the trades uh, industry or the construction industry and bring it into day-to-day operations within uh, within trade businesses because that's what got me into the the digital I suppose was seeing the impact that digital and technology could have on operations of a trade business because this the plumbing businesses that uh, that I was working within were paper-based everything was paper wow yeah I think being able to get that out of businesses like it's an interesting one to see I don't know if you see the same, like I know um, having, you know, been around tradies and um, in my family, like working in construction as well, like my dad and my brothers, there's a lot of stress around things if that's not your natural state, if you're not used to doing it. Like if you're more natural being hands-on, then getting to the paperwork can actually be something that's not necessarily your strength. Absolutely. Yeah, it's not a strength at all. And being... A business person is not always a strength either. You, you get into a trade because you enjoy working with your hands and you enjoy being practical, um, but but running a business is is a completely different skill set. Uh, so so yeah, it's it's very foreign to a lot of people. Yeah, it could be a potential source of stress too. <laughs> very much so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you found now that. Oh, well, you've got into doing tradie pad. It's something that you decided. It just sort of. It, how did it become? You know what you have now. Like when did you decide that this was actually going to be your way of life? Because you've gone from being in the trades to, you know, uh, to I guess basically running a a tech a technology business. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's a bit of a technology slash education business because it's. Uh, ultimately, it's technology training for uh, trades and services. Um, so, how it came about was the uh, the release of the original iPad uh, when it first came out. My business partner Dave and I had been, um, prior, or prior to the iPad being released, my business partner Dave and I had been looking at putting uh, laptops and uh, printers into our vehicles, uh, which worked in theory, but in practice, it just wasn't it wasn't really practical the laptops and the internet connections weren't very good and the printers were a little bit too fragile so it was a little bit early but then the uh the ipad came out and i thought oh this is maybe this is the thing we've been waiting for because it's nice and portable uh it's got a sim card in it so it's connected to the internet all the time and uh they're they're kind of robust enough you put a decent case on them they're robust enough to uh be able to be used on a job site so I thought, oh, this, you know, this is the thing that we've been waiting for. So we got, a, got our hands on a couple of the, uh, the iPads and thought, oh, I'll, I'll be able to put all the software that we're using, MYB and Excel and, and those things, I'll be able to put that on there. But, of course, um, none of that, this was five or six years ago, none of those apps existed um, in the yeah. app store at that stage. So that's, that led me to start looking at the app store. And I found a couple of apps that meant we could uh, kind of cobble this system together that that meant we got rid of our paper. So we had a, a calendar system, uh, a calendar system that got rid of our job cards and our diaries, 
And we used an app called Invoice to Go, which got rid of our quote books and our invoice books um, and a lot of our timesheets. Um, so it was a, a bit of a, a combination of, of, um, of solutions, but it worked for us beautifully. And it was nice and low cost. It was accessible from anywhere. Um, and it was absolutely ideal. And it literally changed, changed the business. It changed our lives. So when I saw the impact that, that um, su- such a simple thing had on the business and on our lives, I thought this, this is you know, the industry changing. This is something that can um, not only help an individual, but this can help the industry as a whole by um, helping to remove that, uh, that stigma. I, I guess tradies have a certain stigma associated with them about the quality of, of them being a business person. You know, they don't turn up on time and uh, they never leave you an invoice and they never leave you a quote and they never come back to you. And I guess it's because uh, as tradies, we've been left behind a little bit with technology. The rest of the business world's been using technology for decades, computers and, and laptops for decades, but tradies have been left behind in the dark ages. So this has really helped us, or this te- technology has really helped trades to uh, leapfrog and, and get into the box seat with uh, with having some tools to help them run their business more efficiently. Yeah. That's just amazing. I'm just having this moment now thinking you're like the concierge of tradies. <laughs> you're right. Yeah, yeah you're, you're actually giving them what they what they want, in fact, what they need before they even know they need it. Yeah, that's exactly right. It's exactly right. And that's where the education comes into it because you don't know what you don't know. And uh, the first point of, uh, of contact that we have or the first point of engagement that we have with our clients is for us to allow us to learn about their business so we can understand what they do and how they do it. But to be able to provide some education to them about what this stuff does and how it operates and how it can be beneficial because it's one thing to have an iPad and have a couple of apps on there and think, oh, you know, this is, this is going to change my life. But it's understanding how all the pieces fit together and why the cloud is beneficial and why mobile devices are uh, more appropriate or which mobile devices are more appropriate for which type of setup. So education is a massive component um, of the platform that we, that we implement into people's businesses. So powerful. As you say, it's like we have all these tools, yet they're only going to be as good as the knowledge of the person with them. Exactly right. It's like a system. It's only as good as the data that goes into it. Absolutely. That's just amazing. So so this, to be honest, it's incredible hearing what you've been able to achieve and where you're heading for basically transforming an industry. What have you found most challenging? Uh, well, it was it was a big change going from being a plumber to being uh, an educator or a bit of a nerd. Um, the uh, the biggest change that I noticed was that uh, having to change my mindset because um, uh, as a tradie, uh, there was a a very loose uh, concept of timekeeping, I suppose, and. And being on time, so as, as a trader, you'd say, oh, I'll be there sometime between 8 and 12 or you know, 12 and 2 or whatever, and it was all very vague. Whereas uh, running a business uh, where I'm having to meet with people at a certain time or booking appointments for a certain time, having to change that mindset and be on time was massive. That was, that was a big change for me and getting my head around 
having to be on time down to the minute. So the tech, I have to say, though, the technology has been, uh, has been quite beneficial for that because having a, uh, a cloud-based calendar or having a calendar that's running on my phone and running on my tablet and running on my, my laptop means I get notifications and you get reminders about when things are going on. Uh, like our, our podcast today, I got a reminder 15 minutes before saying uh, the podcast with Serena. So the Brilliant. tools definitely <laughs> help. Yes, the tools <laughs> most definitely help. But at the same time, changing the mindset to be uh, thinking the right way and, and having the right, uh, the right business mindset in place uh, was, uh, was a big change for me. Uh, but no doubt about it, the tools certainly help. That's good to know. I think it's it's fair to say digital's helped you step up in a way. Like, yeah. You, you know, the opportunity to, I guess, refine what you need. Yeah, it really has. And I guess we practice what we preach because TradyPad is completely online. So we don't have, we've got a team of 15 people and uh, nobody works in the same office. So we work completely online. Um, most people work from home and we have online meetings. We use um, all online software. Uh, so we are living and breathing digital all day, every day. Um, so the, um, the podcast where or the recording that we're making today, we use similar kind of meeting technology to allow us to meet with clients all over the country uh, and even internationally. We've got customers in New Zealand now that we are able to meet with uh, via online meeting technology. And uh, being uh, working remotely with the rest of the team, um, we use uh, we use software that allows us to collaborate on documents and files um, together at the same time without even being uh, within the same uh, state or country as each other. Um, so yeah, I guess we really are uh, practicing what we preach with with digital. And TradyPad would not exist without it. It's it's absolutely. Uh, it's an absolutely critical part of what we do now, the cloud and mobile devices. I'm actually sitting in my car at the moment um, out on the edge of a big construction site um, out in Western Sydney. I've been on site with a client all day, uh, but the technology allows allows me to run the business and work from anywhere. So, uh, so yeah, I'm a firm believer. Fantastic. I love hearing that because I think this is what it's meant to be here for is that to enable that flexibility without compromising productivity or opportunity. Yeah, exactly right. I had, um, oh, I've lost count of the number of times uh, clients have said to me, um, this is the first holiday I've had since I started the business because we give our clients the ability to monitor and manage their business from anywhere. Whereas in the days gone by, you would have to be there on site with your guys or you'd have to be in the office to be able to give them their job cards and be able to manage, manage the business. Whereas now you can do it from anywhere. So you can have a holiday, you can go away for a month or two months, where, however long you want, and you can run the business from anywhere using the technology. That's just priceless. Yeah. Knowing really how is. important holidays are and how hard that can be running a business. That's yeah. brilliant. Yeah, we had a good story uh, a couple of weeks ago. One of our clients that we moved over to Zero, uh, they uh, signed up for Zero, and and part of their sign up process for for Zero was they went onto the Zero Facebook page and they liked Zero, uh, and that 
put them into the running to win a, a prize, which uh, they did win. And it was a, a trip away to Fiji to a, 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 a resort for seven nights or something. And she was, she was the most recent one. She said, we haven't had a holiday for so long, but it's, it, it's perfect timing because she's now got tools in place within her business that are going to allow her, she and her husband, to go away but continue to manage the business while they're over there. So it's quite ironic that it's zero has been the start of all of it and they've been the ones that have given them the prize. <laughs> <laughs> That's just brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Hearing how you're helping others. And for this, like, I'd like to ask, it's like where do you see yourself in 10 years? Uh, it's a very good question. I think 10 years at the moment is a long, it seems like a long time um, and it is, uh, it's an absolute lifetime when it comes to technology. You look at what's happened in the last two or three years with technology, TradyPad's been around for uh, coming up to six years and the changes that we've seen in not only within TradyPad as a business but in the technology space with functionality and features and you look at what social media can do now with um, with the changes that they have, I think it will be a completely different space. Uh, I think from a, a lifestyle perspective, I'll be uh, approaching 50, uh, so I'd be, uh, <laughs> I'll be a lot older and wiser uh, <laughs> than I am now. I look at what I've learnt the last five, six years. Uh, so I think in 10 years I, uh, I should be quite a lot wiser. Uh, but my kids will be getting close to, uh, to leaving home. So, so hopefully being able to travel um, a lot more and uh, being able to run, obviously run the business from anywhere. I think TradyPad at that stage, by that stage, will be a um, very firmly a global business uh, working in multiple different um, industries because at the moment we focus on trades and services. That's the, uh, the I guess, the, the grassroots where we've come from and, and the industry that we know. But I see so much opportunity in every industry for technology and digital to play a role um, that I, I think uh, I think there's a role for education um, for all businesses. So I'd love to see TradyPad across multiple uh, multiple industries and multiple verticals and, uh, and rolling out and educating uh, to all sorts of different businesses. But I think what we will be educating on in 10 years' time will be very different to what we're educating on now. Uh, I think... Uh, artificial intelligence mm-hmm. will, be, uh, will be out there, uh, and we may be fighting against uh, robots and uh, and trying to defeat the machines, like uh, Terminator Two. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> maybe not that much. Yeah, well, <laughs> it'd be interesting to see how that evolves. So, yes. yeah, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But no, I think the uh, I think the digital space and the technology space will be very different to what we're seeing now. Uh, I spoke recently at a uh, at an event up in Queensland, which was uh, which was for a, an industry body for electricians, and uh, it was all about technology and and what we're looking at in the future. So right now we're looking at um, a lot of um, a lot of wearable technology, so uh, things like smart helmets and and things like uh, exoskeletons that workers are able to wear that that allow them to carry heavier weights and, and carry heavier machines and work on machines with very little effort. Um, I think wearable technology is going to become more and more prevalent. 
Um, so that's going to have an impact on software because it will be integrating with things like a smart helmet, for example, um, can be worn that, that can give work instructions and can collect job information and can be um, monitoring the work site and monitoring um, human behavior and, and human um, uh, telemetry, I suppose you could call it, things like temperatures and that kind of thing. Yes. So I think the technology we'll be educating on will be quite different. Um, but, uh, but ultimately, uh, I think it's all about it's all about progress. It's all about integration and getting uh, information flowing from point A to point B. So, uh, educating absolutely. Uh, but mm-hmm. what we'll be educating on, I really don't know at this stage. I love your openness about that too. I think it's we can be quite easy and be comfortable with where we are now. And to say this is what we're educating on or what we're doing, but there's a interesting thing where so much more is actually being created every day. So to not stagnate is what I take from what you're saying as well. It makes sense that we should be continuously being open to what's coming next. Yeah. And that gives us the opportunity to be at the cutting edge. Like for what you're creating is something that's, you know, making lives easier through technology. So if you're not actually open to the new technology, um, I had this, my son said something to me on the weekend and I was like trying to figure out what he meant. And he goes, you know, the square DVDs. And I'm like, what? Yeah, Nana's square DVDs. And Nana has square DVDs. And I'm like, he was talking about, about uh, video cassettes. <laughs> oh, wow. I, I, found, like, I found a box of those on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And for him, it was that's all he knew. He could relate it to what you'd yeah. call it. put it in a machine, and then you can watch what was on it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, obviously that's obsolete. But we've <laughs> got to be open to what's coming next. Yes, yeah, absolutely. I think being nimble in this day and age is really important. Being able to shift and pivot to what comes along is critical in business. Um, we, being a an educator, we we're working with a whole range of different software products um, and being able to um, be across all of the different, all the new solutions that are coming around is my role really within the business now. It's, it's um, keeping my eye on uh, the new things that are coming through and where they fit into the ecosystem and what they do differently to other solutions and being able to pick up a new piece of software because it, does something differently is really important and being able to be nimble enough to to um, run with a new concept or a new solution or whatever it might be is is really important to allow you to keep up and be on that cutting edge like you said yeah uh, so uh, so I think uh, change is inevitable it's, it's whether or not you uh, embrace it that's the key part absolutely so do you uh, dedicate time? like each day or each week to learning these new things? Uh, I should have dedicated time for it, um, but it just kind of comes naturally. I'm, I'm across lots of different uh, lots of different blogs and lots of different um, notification platforms that, Lovely. that yeah that are keeping me in the loop with lots of different search terms and and lots of uh, lots of um, reviews and, and stuff like that. And yeah. I'm finding now that because I guess Tradypad's starting to get recognised as 
um, as a, a leader within the industry or, or as a, uh, a go-to person for technology within the construction industry, um, we've got software companies coming to us in their early stages and saying, have a look at this, you know, what, this is what we've Brilliant. got, how it works. And, and I, I guess it's, uh, it's a matter of, of working out how they, where they fit into the, into the ecosystem. Um, but yeah, there's, there's, I'm starting to notice a lot more software coming out of the US um, and out of Europe, uh, where um, to date it's been Australia. Australia and New Zealand have really been leading the world um, with cloud-based and mobile-focused technology, um, which is which is quite amazing. Uh, but the US and and the UK and Europe are really starting to catch up. So that's where I'm focusing my efforts at the moment is keeping up with what uh, what those markets are developing. Uh, and it's astounding. I mean, they've got such a a, um, a large uh, a large number of uh, of developers and a large number of software companies over there that it's astounding how quickly things can start to appear. Uh, so it's um, yeah, it's a matter of of knowing what to look for and where to look for it. Yeah, I think one thing you said there I picked up on was when you said the notifications. So. One of the beauties of digital is that if you can get the notifications, it reduces the amount of time trying to search if it's coming to you. Yes, absolutely right. Uh, but I think it's a it's a double-edged sword there because you can get so bogged down and so cluttered with notifications these days that it's mm-hmm. knowing what to turn on and what to turn off and what to filter. Yes. Uh, because I... I found out very quickly that if you uh you can if you've got too broad a search uh you just get absolutely bombarded with all sorts of rubbish uh which has quite a uh an opposite impact (laughs) and uh, distracts distracts you from what you should be looking for so (laughs) knowing again i'll come back to education knowing what tools are there and more importantly how to use them is so important. Use them to your benefit and use them as efficiently as possible. Such a valuable piece of advice there too. I think the value you offer is allowing people to not spend those hours of research themselves, like you're, you're getting the hard yards in for them. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And um, I, I'm a firm believer of having, having a network of trusted advisors around you that can help with that kind of thing because there's no way as a business owner you wear so many hats and uh, the more that you can focus on your core skill set or your um, what you're best at and the more that you can uh, that you can farm out to other people that are uh, focused and excellent at what they do uh, the faster things happen and the better they happen so um, I think I I wore too many hats in the early days, but I'm now uh, more than happy to engage with uh, experts to educate me in the things or to help me with the things that I need, which is how we connected, Serena. Yep, it actually was. Yeah. You know, that's right. Um, it, yeah, I feel like you know, very humble and thankful that you came to me as well. To um, My passion, as you know, is digital marketing and helping you with that piece of the puzzle. Um, I think the best thing I can offer is the tools I help you with help you more because you actually are very clear on what you want to be able to achieve and you've got a good business model. 
I actually take what you have and I help you make that even better through amplification of what you're doing. And it's, it's exciting to be able to do that with people who understand, like yourself, how valuable social media is to enhance who you already are. Yeah. Not just be something that's an addition to what is needed. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And, and being with education being such a huge part of what we do, I look at, at digital marketing and social media as a really good method of getting that word out there and, and providing or starting to provide that education. Um, and I have to say it's, it's a whole new world. I mean, we, we've been, the business is built on digital. It's built on the cloud. It's built on uh, modern technology, but uh, the education that we've had um, from yourself on, on digital marketing and on social media has been absolutely astounding. It's, it's a, it's a whole new tool that really needs, you really need to know how to use it to its potential to get the uh, to get the best out of it yeah yeah absolutely and uh, as you can see it's like I'll start talking about that for hours if you're not careful (laughs) (laughs) Um, I wholeheartedly agree it it is incredibly powerful if we allow it to be and to quote you um, you don't know what you don't know yeah it's you know and I want to enable people to open up uh, the conversations that they really can have with potential clients and treat it as something that is uh, there to make their lives better. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. And uh, I think I was talking, I think, to you about how the difference between digital and digital marketing. And for me, um, it's been pointed out to me. It's like, oh, do you do digital or do you do digital marketing? And I love how people like to segment the two because digital is really, in essence, all this um, these tools that enable us to be paperless, which is brilliant, right? And it also enables us to automate things and to make our lives better. And digital marketing, I think, is probably a refinement of one area of digital rather than it being two separate things. It's just it's specialising in that it when I talk digital marketing for people to, you know, get their heads around it, it's really the amplification of what they want. You know, it's using digital or the digital tools that will amplify what they want, which is their message uh, or what they want to be known so that they can do better from it. Yeah. I help people see the difference that, uh, I still call it digital and then I get reminded, okay, it's digital marketing. I'm like, yes, okay, this is my <laughs> way of using it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I guess from Tradypad's perspective, what we do is digital business management. So it's yes. taking it's taking traditional business management tools, whether it's paper or it might be digital where it's Excel or something like that, um, but making it current digital, cloud-based digital and mobile-based digital um, and and combining the devices and the software to give you business management capability and understanding how all of that works. And that's actually a really good point because I, I do have other clients will come to me and they'll say, okay, yes, you help us with digital and uh, it's good. So you'll help us with social media, yes, because that's amplification tools, yes. So can you help us get onto Google Drive? And it's like, oh, so that's the equivalent of Office 365 and that's your Excel and your 
Microsoft Word and it's like, yeah, no, <laughs> because that's I, that's business management, which is what you do. Yeah. It's that other take of if they don't have that right, then it's going to be more difficult for them to have time to do other things, which is amplification, which is what I do. Yeah. Yeah, so it comes back to that network of trusted advisors, doesn't it? Yeah, it definitely does. <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been on site the last couple of days with a client doing a big uh, a big implementation of uh, of the Google suite of products of G Suite and changing um, their email to be managed through Google and setting up Google Drive and uh, getting it all set up on their mobile devices. So yeah, that's really what we specialize in is getting those those management tools in place. Um, that can uh, amplify, well, as you say, yes. amplify the, the business management. Yeah, and with that, there's a, so much more efficiency. Because uh, so, uh, it's interesting. People think, oh, I need to use social media, you know, and get out there more because everyone's doing it. But I actually bring it back to it's an amplification tool So if I go out and help you amplify your message and you haven't actually got your business structure right before we amplify your message, you're going to have a world of pain. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And and that's a big part of what we do with TradyPad is it's it's almost a bit of um, process re-engineering because we, I guess we come into the business with a fresh set of eyes with this business I've been working with the last couple of days um, they've been doing the same thing for the last 20 years and they're holding on to um, holding on to, I guess you could call them antiquated processes um, that y- you don't have to do it that way anymore. So it was a matter of, there was a number of times over the last couple of days where there's been a discussion about, okay, why do you do it like that? Why do you need this particular function or why do you, why do you use the tool in that particular way? And it just comes down to, well, that's the way we've always done it. So mm. then we talk about, okay, well, what if we did it this way? What if we thought about not doing it that way and, and doing it in another way, which means it's, it's becoming more efficient or it's taking steps out of the process or whatever it is. So people have to be in the right frame of mind and the frame of mind for change have to be ready for change, not just change in learning new tools, but changing the way that um, the way that the business is being not being operated, but being open to changing processes and changing and streamlining efficiencies. Yeah, that's a valuable lesson I've learned in business as well as an educator. Uh, the saying is, a, if you're not open to learning, no one can help you. If yeah. you're open to learning, no one can stop you. Yes. And that you've, I feel like you've just nailed it there, like the fact that you're working with a client that I, I'm optimistic that they've actually been open to changing their processes so that you can help in the best way you can. Yeah, yeah. It's taken, it's taken a bit of time though, I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all right. That's all right. We get there in the end. That's good. That's awesome. And that's, um, that's something that um, I have been quite, um, quite conscious of with the um, inquiries. I guess you could call them leads. Uh, or sales that are coming through um, to TradyPad, we don't cold call. We don't approach people because people need to be ready. They need to be ready to change. They need to be thinking in the right way to be ready to make a decision about 
putting tools like digital tools into their business. So I love that social media can help plant those seeds or digital can help plant those seeds and start people thinking about things that they may not have thought about before. So we can get that reach out to the marketplace to start planting those seeds and getting, getting people thinking in a new way uh, because that's so important. There's been a number of times when we've connected with uh, people that, or business owners that have come to us maybe not for the right reasons. They've come to us because uh, it's been a, an introduction from a friend or it's been uh, forced onto them by someone that they're working with and they're not ready. They're not thinking the right way and they're not, uh, they're not in the right frame of mind. So it's a big thing for us to be working with or engaging with the right people that are at the right life cycle of their business so valuable i think my goodness there's so many learnings as a business you're really um like opening up with so many things that you've learned obviously from the last few years of doing what you're doing it's very different to um clearing block sewers that's for sure (laughs) (laughs) i (laughs) (laughs) I can chew my nails now (laughs) (laughs) gee thanks for that Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So inside so that, was there any other particular advice you give someone wanting to start their own business? Uh, well, we've, we've spoken about a few things. Being oh, no. open to change, <laughs> being open to change is, is a big one and not being too rigid in yes. the way that you do things and being um, nimble enough to, to pivot and, and, um, uh, and head in new directions. But I think most important thing is uh, being uh, being open to having that network, having that network of advisors that can help you. Um, we work with a lot of uh, bookkeepers and accountants that I think are um, are a huge part of business now. Uh, bookkeepers, especially working within the trades and services um, sector, we see a lot of wives that are doing the books uh, yes. and. They don't necessarily enjoy doing the books. That's just the way that it's been, always been, I suppose, for tradies. You start a tradie business and your missus does the books. That's the way it works. Um, but but um, there's a big difference between doing the books and uh, doing the books properly in uh, a, a way that you can be getting business intelligence and getting data and information about your business uh, that can help you make decisions. So I think a bookkeeper and an, and a, and an accountant or financial uh, financial advisors within your business, I think are a really, really valuable component um, to allow you to, uh, to have much better visibility and transparency on how your business is operating and, and the, the pulse, I suppose, of your business. Uh, cash flow is massive uh, nowadays. Uh, so I think having that, that, uh, network of advisors is is absolutely critical, and obviously it's not just bookkeepers and accountants, but it's it's the advisors in all the different areas of the business that you want to work on that you're ready to start um, evolving. So for TradyPad, uh, the first step for us was getting that um, advisor in place for uh, the financials of the business and putting some uh, monitoring and statistics in place, um, so that we had 
uh, and obviously the right tools. We've got management software and tools in place that allow us to now scale so we can add more staff. Um, I know that we can increase our marketing and ramp up our uh, our promotions so that we can take on more clients and take on more projects, which is why we engage with you, Serena, to help us with the, the marketing side and, uh, and the education and being that advisor for digital marketing. Um, but having the platform in place first before we did that was absolutely critical. So I guess planning the strategy of your business growth and then getting people involved that can help you with the execution of that strategy um, I think is the formula for success. Wonderful. Thank you. I appreciate that I'm helping contribute to that success. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Thank you so much for your time today. This has just been, yeah, really insightful. I, you know, we've spent a few months together now and I've just learned even more about you. Thank you. <laughs> no worries. I didn't know you worked in concierge, so that's quite funny. <laughs> I think I'm still in shock as well. <laughs> Maybe it indicates also a mindset of helping others, I'd like to think as well. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, mm. I really do think so. That's wonderful. Well, thank you. Enjoy the rest of your day and I'm sure you know we'll chat again soon. I appreciate your time. Thanks for having me, Serena. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. The best time for you to take action is now. Get out there and use digital for what it's intended for, to make your life a better one.